Have you ever heard of the 27 Club? It's not exactly something you want membership to, even if it does include members like Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, and Janis Joplin. But there's a long list of mostly musicians who died at age 27. Monica Peretti also died at age 27, and she lived a bit of a rock and roll life. Even the masses knew her as Machine Gun Molly. Now that sounds like a stage name. Crime is a hard life. You don't know who you can trust. You're often dealing with the devil, and it's even harder if you're a woman. On one hand, Machine Gun Molly is a single mother who provided for her children and overcame a ton of adversity. On the other hand, she's a gangster with a gold-plated machine gun whose entire story makes you say, holy shit. Let's start at the beginning with her family history. Her story begins before she was even born. And if there's a bias towards falling into the family line of work, well, her whole family were criminals. Her grandmother allegedly had a school to teach children how to become criminals. Once they graduated, they could pay her back with the profits from their crimes. That's entrepreneurship right there. Molly herself got a very early start. She was arrested for the first time at age 13. Not for some petty crime, but for prostitution. When she was 17, she married a 33-year-old Scottish gangster named Anthony. And this did give her some stability, at least for a little while. It's still not a situation I'd recommend to anyone. This is also the time that the Mafia was allegedly getting up and running in Montreal. While it wasn't the wild, wild west, there was still a lot of crime. At age 19, four of her seven siblings perished in a fire. And that could not have been easy to go through. The official ruling of the fire was it was a gas leak. But given the fact that her house was set to be demolished, she thought something was up. A couple years later, she and Anthony committed their first robbery of a cafe. She avoided the jail time, but he was deported back to Scotland. In the 1960s, it was hard enough for women to get a job, and her only schooling was how to be a criminal. You can imagine what she did next to provide for her family. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. You're right. Fast forward a few years, and Machine Gun Molly has remarried to another gangster, but she's proven she isn't just good at planning robberies. She's also a stone-cold gangster with ice in her veins, unlike every other criminal. She was comfortable walking in, waving her machine gun around, and driving away. Other robbers and criminals tended to want to do a couple shots or some uppers before robbery. Even I love a beer before my show. But not Monica. She was known for being sober, cool, and calm. Imagine this, it's 1960s Montreal, and some robbers walk into a bank. Then there's Machine Gun Molly, a five foot tall, 99 pound woman waving around a gold-plated machine gun given to her by some ex-gangster lover, right in your face. She also wasn't afraid to fire it. She was known for blasting rounds into the ceiling, but never at anyone. I repeat, never at anyone, no matter how tense things got. She stayed cool and calm under pressure. 
By the mid-1960s, Molly had gathered a bit of infamy and a ton of media attention. This is where her brilliance comes through. She was a real showman. To be hard to spot, she'd sometimes dress like a dude wearing trousers and fedoras. Other times, blonde wigs and sundresses. Now, we don't know the exact numbers, but by all accounts, Molly and her gang had performed over 20 bank robberies and netted over $100,000. That's nearly a million dollars in today's money, which, if you subscribe on Apple or follow on Spotify, you'll know is pretty good for a bank robber. Most of these stories end one of three ways. Either you die, get sent to jail, or live your life on the run. And if you've been doing the math in your head, you'll know that Molly is getting close to that membership in Club 27. The beginning of the end starts with one more score in her hometown of Montreal in September 1967. Nineteen sixty-seven may have been the biggest year for the city of Montreal. They were hosting the International Expo sixty-seven, which literally changed the landscape of the city. And this year, I'll be here to enjoy the world's greatest performers and entertainers will appear in a Canadian World Festival of Entertainment, Expo sixty-seven, Montreal, Canada, the first international exhibition of its kind ever to be held in North America. And they even named the city's major league baseball team the Expos. Montreal seems as unlikely a place for baseball as the Canadian Northwoods for orchids. Queen Elizabeth is on the money, Joan of Arc is in many hearts, and the Hockey Canadiens are worshipped as winners. It's 1967, and Machine Gun Molly has had a full career. She's looking to do one more score, and like all snowbirds, move to Florida. But the city is on high alert, and the police are called to the bank right as Molly and her crew are on their way out. As the police arrive, a chase began. Before they could do a vehicle switch, a gunfight broke out with shotguns, pistols, and that gold-plated machine gun. Luck is a relative phrase. If you're machine gun Molly, here comes a gangster angel in the form of an innocent old man named Mr. Tremblay, driving in the wrong place at the wrong time. If you are Mr. Tremblay, today is not your lucky day, as you are about to be pistol whipped in the face with the butt of a revolver and have your car stolen so that a police chase can continue with the city's most infamous bank robber while the city is on an international stage. So Molly jacks the car, loads up everything from the bank, cash, guns, and her crew, and keeps on driving in this mid-1960s American-made boat. Her reputation as a great driver could be seen as she's darting through red lights, scraping cars in narrow laneways, and even jumping on sidewalks to avoid traffic. She's still on the run until she blows through one too many red lights and hits the side of a bus. You can imagine how fast you're going if your car knocks a bus several feet after hitting it. I mean, if you were going the speed limit, you'd probably just bounce right off the side. This isn't a modern car with nine side airbags and collision avoidance technology. Seatbelts were still a new thing, being introduced just the year before. Now we know Machine Gun Molly is no ordinary gangster, but the odds aren't looking in her favor. Not wanting to get caught, 
and somehow safe after riding in the back seat, her accomplices get out and start running. Unfortunately for Molly, she was unable to get out of the car after the crash. So she did the next best thing to avoid getting caught. She grabbed her revolver, stuck it out the window, and opened fire on the cops who were on the scene. They returned fire, and that's where our story of Machine Gun Molly, the five-foot-tall, 99-pound, gold-plated machine gun-waving, bank-robbing, single-mother, getaway-driving gangster, comes to the inevitable end at age 27. If you're looking for a fulfillment center or 3PL for your brand, ShipBob is presenting Original Heist. You need somewhere secure to store your products and ship them from Santa Monica to Montreal? Mention Original Heist for $500 worth of shipping credits to get you started. If you want to learn more about ShipBob and their fulfillment for your DTC brand, click the link in the episode description. Original Heist is hosted by me, Wes Barker. Mixed and sound designed by Amal Delich and written by Lucas Walker. <laughs>